Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Are you hitting the road or the air to travel this summer? We have done a lot of travel as a family over the past year and a half, traveling with my husband and for fun, and we've done it all on a pretty moderate budget. In today's episode, I'm sharing with you my best hacks for road tripping, traveling, and eating well with kids while spending less. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. About a month and a half ago, I shared a post on Instagram sharing some of my favorite tips, for spending less when traveling when it comes to food. We have done a ton of traveling, like I mentioned in the intro, as a family over the past year and a half. Now, I am a seasoned traveler. My husband is a seasoned traveler. He's a professional sailor and he coaches sailing teams. So he has traveled around the world since he was a young teenager. But let's be honest, when he travels, he usually travels on his client's dime. When we're traveling as a family, we have to consider budget. What are we spending to get to the place that we're getting to? And what are we spending when we're there? Food is one of the biggest expenses, especially for people like me and my husband and my kids who love food. So for a really long time, we didn't travel with my husband. He would go away on work trips. And earlier this year, he became the coach of a local sailing team. And he started traveling a lot more often. Previously, he would travel a little bit in the wintertime, maybe a couple weeks in the wintertime. And then in the spring and the summer, it would be all travel. It's mostly me and the kids throughout the summer, save for a couple odd weeks here and there. So when he started traveling, even more for work, we decided to have a conversation. 
I have always loved travel. One of my biggest values is experiences over things. I would always rather go on another adventure than have the fanciest clothes. Okay, aside from my Lululemon running gear, don't take that away from me. But other than that, I would always rather go on adventures. And this is something that I and my husband really want to instill in our kids as well. We've always wanted to travel with the kids, but up until recently, we had little kids. Now that our kids are five and nine, we have experimented and done more traveling, including a whirlwind three-day road trip down to Florida from Rhode Island. Now we live down here, but we used to live in Rhode Island. We came down to visit my husband's business partner last year in January. We drove down 25 hours, stayed for two days, and drove back 25 hours the kids were awesome. And we're like, you know what? I think we can do this more. So we had a conversation. And now that the kids are older, they're pretty good at road tripping. We agreed it was time that we started tagging along and turn them into more of a family adventure. Even though most days my husband needs to work during the day and sometimes I need to take some time to do some work as well, we're at least together more than we're apart. And the huge bonus to this is the kids can enjoy the experience of travel that we've always wanted them to have. The downside is, of course, that travel can be pricey, especially eating out, especially as people who love food. But we've found some of the best ways to enjoy all there is in a new location without breaking the bank. So here are some of my favorite tips for road tripping, traveling, and saving money on food. Number one, do your research ahead of time. Wherever you're going, look up some of the top places to eat. Where do you want to eat while you're there? What meals do you want to eat out while you're there? Is there a really great brunch place you want to hit up? When we traveled to Sarasota with my husband a few weeks ago, there was this really incredible looking brunch place I wanted to try out. So I decided that that was going to be our special meal. So myself and the kids, we're going to go to a fancy-ish brunch, and that would be what we would spend the majority of our food budget on. Now, I won't lie, we don't typically keep a food-specific budget when we're traveling. It's all bucketed into our travel budget. It's a little bit hard to specifically predict food, but using these savings tips, we've never gone wildly over budget on food. So do your research, decide where you want to eat, wherever you're going, and what meals you want to eat out. And then choose one really special place to eat, maybe two, depending on how long you're staying, and keep the rest simple. This way, you're guaranteed, hopefully as long as the restaurant is good, one really special, really enjoyable food experience while you're there. Hopefully the type of experience you can tell friends about, you can recommend to people who are traveling to that area. Maybe you can go back to if you travel there again, or maybe you try a new place the next time you travel there. So if you're only going for a few days, just choose one, maybe two places. Maybe you choose more if you are going a little bit longer. We even did this when we went to Disney. We had a simple Italian dinner at Disney Springs the first night, and the second night we were there, we went to Bell's Castle. or the Beast Castle? Anyway, it was a very special, not inexpensive dining experience. Now, we only live an hour and a half from Orlando, so we drove there. We only stayed for a couple days. I don't have a whole ton of Disney-specific tips, but we are going again next January, so hopefully I will have better tips for you on saving on food at Disney. But the same principle still applies. Choose one or two really special places to eat and keep the rest simple. Tip number two, 
we do not waste money on fancy breakfasts. We keep breakfast simple in the hotel or Airbnb, wherever we're staying. Now, some hotels come with a continental breakfast. You can go that route. But I'm a firm believer in starting the day with a really good breakfast, especially if you're traveling and you're going to be out and about and you don't know when your next meal is going to be. So I like to bring something protein rich for myself and the kids and usually my husband for breakfast. So we really like to stay in places that have refrigerators at minimum. We love Airbnbs that have full kitchens. We don't typically stay in hotels that have full kitchens because those typically don't seem worth it to us. But even just having a fridge so you can have some yogurt, hard-cooked eggs, protein shakes, easy protein-rich breakfast to keep you fueled, it's definitely going to save you money. Or you can do the continental breakfast route if that is available. Piggybacking off of that, tip number three, stay in a place with a refrigerator, request a refrigerator. If you can request a refrigerator, it's not that difficult to find hotels that have fridges, but check and see if they have them before you go. The other option is an Airbnb with a kitchen. So we do this for a couple things. We do it for breakfast. We do it for easy lunches as well, which I'll talk about in a minute, as well as any snacks that could do better refrigerated, especially if it's the summertime and things you might have normally kept outside of the fridge might not last as well. Tip number four, pack your own snacks. Snacks out and about are ridiculously expensive, so pack your own darn snacks. If that's the one piece of advice you take from this, just pack your own snacks. Pack non-perishable snacks. We love bars. We love meat sticks, chomps, Archer Farms, uh, New Primal are some of our favorites. Those are a little bit more filling than just carrying around chips or popcorn, which we also do as well. Or on the flip side, sometimes what we'll do is we will pack lunch for the day and we will have the snack be the special thing that we get out. So we'll go to a coffee shop and get a fancy latte or steamer for the kids and a baked good to share. And then breakfast is at the hotel and lunch is oftentimes some sort of a picnic that we've packed. It really is just about balance and trade-offs when it comes to saving when you're traveling. Tip number five is to make brunch your special meal. We will often do a really small breakfast, especially if we're up early, if we have to drop my husband off at a yacht club or a sailing center. Then we will have a little breakfast, and then we will have brunch instead of eating out for breakfast and lunch. Or, like I mentioned, this is another benefit of having a refrigerator. We pack lunch for day trips to go to the beach, to go to the pool, to go on a hike, etc. The last trip we went on, like I mentioned, we stopped at the farmer's market for fruit and cookies. And then we stopped at Whole Foods and we got some cheese, some pepperoni, some crackers and olives, and we brought it to the beach. It was like $25 total versus what would likely be a lot more for lunch if we went out for lunch. And this brings me to tip number six. Take advantage of delicious local food at farmer's markets instead of restaurants. If you are in town when the farmer's market is, I highly recommend you hit up the local farmer's market. You can discover so many awesome small local vendors. We like grabbing things like baked goods, pre-prepared foods, bread, pickles, cheese, cured meat, sausages, especially the kind you don't have to actually cook up if you don't have a kitchen, 
fresh juices, jams and jellies. There are so many bits and pieces you can get from a farmer's market. Try out things you wouldn't be able to try out anywhere else, especially if they're small vendors. And farmer's markets are great if you're in an area that's different than your area. You can really experience what is in season and really experience the actual local flavors of that area. On one of our trips, we went to the farmer's market and we got some fresh tortilla chips and salsa and a fish spread, some citrus fruit. We are in Florida. We were in Florida then, too, and some orange juice Another farmer's market, we got some cookies, like I mentioned, and fresh fruit to take to the beach. So this is your sign to look up the farmer's markets in the area you might be traveling to. Tip number seven, sharing is caring. We share a lot when we travel. Really, we do this when we're eating out anywhere, but we're foodies and we love exploring menus. So often we'll do an appetizer or two to share and then split an entree or a salad. I'll do this with my husband or one or both of the kids. It's almost always less expensive that way. As a side tip, if you are an adult over the age of 21 who likes to enjoy an adult beverage, another tip is to BYOB. Not necessarily at the restaurant. Oftentimes, they would allow that. Some of them do. But typically, we will get one cocktail or one beer or one glass of wine at the restaurant. But if it's vacation and we want to have another one because it feels fun and special, especially if we're not driving. What we will do is pick up some local beer or some seltzers or something like that to have at the hotel room or the Airbnb after we go out to eat. Alcoholic beverages are really expensive, especially when you're going out to eat. So we have the one special one and then we switch to water and then we'll have another one sitting at the hotel room after It feels special because we're on vacation or we're on a trip. Oftentimes, we will sit out on the patio or the balcony when the kids go to bed, just hang out, mini date night, enjoy some time together. It feels fun and special and vacation-y, and we're not buying two drinks out, which can really add up. Last but not least, tip number eight, focus on experiences over just food. As much as I love the food, The more you focus on being in a new place, exploring the area, trying out new activities, going on new hikes, swimming in new pools or lakes or beaches, the less you're going to focus on the food. And you can save those special foodie moments for those restaurants you picked out for your special meals. I really want my kids to value the experience of travel, not just for the food, but for everything involved, for exploring new places, for trying new things. And sometimes that's food. Sometimes it's not. So now I want to hear from you. What are your best tips for enjoying food while traveling without breaking the bank? Normally, I would ask you to share with me over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris, but I'm taking a social media break this month. So better yet, come and share with us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. We have a ton of new recipes coming to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club this month, like peanut chicken skewers with coconut rice, larb lettuce cups, Greek salmon with quick Greek salad, chimichurri chicken with roasted potatoes and peppers, and skillet gnocchi with pesto, sausage, tomatoes, zucchini, and corn, all with suggestions and adaptations for gluten-free, dairy-free, And I'm always there to give you suggestions for substitutions and swaps. It starts at just $3 a month for the Meal Planning Mama level, where you will get a weekly email with meal inspiration, 
recipes linked, member-exclusive recipes, access to our recipe vault with over 100 family-friendly recipes. You'll even get a meal prep plan and grocery list if you want to turn that meal inspiration into your meal plan that week. And if you want to know about my road trip essentials, then you're going to want to join the podcast fan level. It's just $5 a month and you will get one to two bonus podcast episodes every single month, as well as everything I just mentioned. It's the best way to both support the podcast and get early access to new recipes, as well as member exclusive recipes every single month. So head to patreon.com slash healthy mama Chris. That is it for me today. Short and sweet. I hope you found these tips helpful for eating well on a budget while traveling. Until next time, happy travels. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple. 